everyone. Welcome back. A new season with Bitch Breathe. I am your host, Ricardia. So we're in season number three and episode 53. How better to celebrate this momentous occasion by having some of my favorite soul sisters and wise women join me in this all new episode where we talk about that scary little thing called menopause. So if menopause is something that freaks you out or you just don't want to know a whole lot about it until that time comes, we totally get you. And maybe you don't want to listen to it, but I do recommend you do because we have a whole lot of fun talking about this subject that, quite frankly, not a lot is being said about in terms of public scenes or maybe some books, but certainly not enough for us to know about it. So today I'm joined by Sophia and Karina to have a conversation, and I look forward to sharing it with you. Let's jump right in and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Bitch Breathe. I am very, very excited and a little bit giddy because for once I'm not by myself. I am joined by my two favorite soul sisters who I don't know if we're going to be doing a lot of crying or laughing in this episode, but one of those two (laughs) things is probably going to happen. I'm going to let um, let them introduce themselves, so... Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God, Ricardo, this is big. Yeah, uh, is. Thank you for having us. Uh, my name is Karina. I was born in a small village up north in Sweden, a place I left really early when I was maybe 20s. And I left to live abroad and, um, for many, many years in South America and such. And um, I have two kids. I have an old life living together with a man. Uh, I am now married to Sophia which I love dearly. Mm-hmm. We have a wonderful life together. Mm-hmm. And um, we have an age difference. I don't know if that is at all of interest to anybody to know. I felt that I wanted to say that I am 16 years older than you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's a pain in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I leave it to you, Sophia. Okay. Yes, I'm Sophia. I am the one that's 16 years younger. (laughs) I am 46, so now they know your age. (laughs) I am a creative director. Uh, I was uh, born in India, but I'm a Swedish citizen, and I have also uh, lived in Berlin for a while. So, um, yeah, I am uh, a dog lover. You are. Yes. <laughs> For sure. And uh, golf lover and a Virgo. Oh, that's right. We'll probably get to zodiac signs later. We have two Virgos in the room. We'll leave it up to everybody to decide who's who. Anyway, so I am here with Sophia and Karina today because we are going to talk about a subject that for some reason came up multiple times, I think, right, in our conversations. Mm-hmm. And it's something I know nothing or very little about. I didn't do what I normally like to do, which is homework. I didn't do research. So we are going to talk about, here we go, menopause. (gasps) (laughs) Fun subject. It is, isn't it? These women have taught me so much, not just about menopause, by the way, but that's our um, subject today. But I do want to take a moment to thank them both for being here. They are some of the most incredible souls I've ever had the privilege of knowing and called to call my friend. And I'm just really happy you're both here. That <laughs> so, is so sweet of you. Thank you. Um, all right. So I'll jump right in. 
And feel free to answer whoever feels called to answer that particular question. So one of the things, as you know, when I sometimes tell you, oh, I'm having this medical thing or that going on, and Sophia jumps at me and says, it's perimenopause, you're getting menopause. And I was like, get away from me, I don't want to hear about it. So I have some expectations that seem to resemble dread. And I just want to know, did you have expectations what this time in your life would be like? No. I didn't at all since I'm so much younger and Karina got into menopause uh, actually the second or third month we got After to know each we other. Met, I yeah. know. It's got like your a punishment. first uh, hot flash in, uh, <coughs> in Berlin. So, in Soho House. Well, at least you hot flashed <laughs> in style. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I sure did. Uh, I thought I was going to die. And you, um, I never thought of it obviously because I was so much younger and yeah. you, you, um, Even that is strange, you know. How come our mothers never spoke to us about th- this? I, I think my thing. mother did, but she you, did. You, you, you can't take it in no. when you're young. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't pertain to you. No, time, you can see right? your daughter. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I know. But it, they say that if if the mother has a um, a hard menopause, a mm. tough menopause, the daughter will also have. It. Exactly. So there's like a genetic component mm-hmm. to how mm-hmm. you process. Yeah, yeah and me, of course, so. I don't know because I'm, mm. you know, my biological mother is not. Mm. So the expectation was one of actually being rather neutral towards this time. Like whatever well, I, information I, came, you didn't hear or? I was actually thinking it's not going to happen to me. Yeah, that was funny. I was Isn't like, that funny? no, 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 it's not going to happen. It's like you, it's like when you're young, you know, you keep thinking it, yeah. your body will always remain the same and yeah. you will always be strong and beautiful and all that shit. And you will <laughs> definitely not go through <laughs> menopause. Yeah. <laughs> so I was shocked. I think I was actually shocked. Yeah. And I have had all the symptoms you can ever come up with. I've had them. You know, there are actually 700 of them. Can there, you believe there that? Are, there oh, are God. 751, everyone. <laughs> symptoms. So, so. And I think I had 700 of them. <laughs> no, but to yeah. be honest, I think that I have 50 of them. At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And tough ones. Maybe but you wanted to talk a bit about... How come you're in menopause? Yeah, but that's what I'm going to say. That that's right. You have two course, different journeys, yeah. the two of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and cur- you, you spooked me a lot because you said that, oh, it's so horrible. And you, you were complaining. And I thought, yeah, whatever. I'm going to take that pain a little <laughs> bit later in my life. Right. <laughs> so I, I was, to be honest, a little bit... Um, how do you say, nonchalant about... Yeah, uh, thinking I was crazy, Yeah, right? but I think about, <laughs> oh, how bad can it be? Come yeah. on, you know. Mm. But then all of a sudden I had to uh, make a surgery mm-hmm. that I had to take away uh, the, the uterus, including the... Ovaries. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, bam, I was in menopause from one day to another. And that was yeah. uh, very, very tough. It was hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Because you had the transfer, you know, uh, normally I, women have the transfer. Like a transition, you mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, mm. and they, they The pre-menopause, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, mm. slowly, slowly. But I just, you know, went from one day having all the hormones you were supposed to have mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. next day, no one. So I That's actually really interesting. You're both coming at this from a very different history. Exactly. I mean, apart from all the personal history, of course, yeah. but 
um, Sophia, actually, if you want to hear a little bit more about what was that like to not have this preparation time. And so what indeed were, I was going to get to it later, but I feel like it fits now. Mm -hmm. What were some of the symptoms where you're like, Jesus, I didn't see this coming at all, but this is definitely a menopausal symptom. And that was maybe a little more difficult for you. Yeah, I mean, my doctor, she said that, uh, you know, you have to prepare yourself because you are going to get all the, you know, the hot flashes and so on. And I said, are you sure? She said, yeah, I'm sure. And mm. I was like, okay. And I thought, you know, a little bit in the back of my head that maybe I'm the medical <laughs> wonder that, <laughs> that not gonna it's not going to happen I to know. me. Isn't that interesting? You both thought it wasn't yeah. going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You, you do too, I, I think. I mean, you have had the symptoms funny. for many years, honey. But um, I, I think that my symptoms didn't come, I mean, they didn't come gradually like yours. But... The first symptom I had that I was in menopause was the the hot flashes. And they were crazy. I and remember my, you used to have a fan on you all the time. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I had, um, I had, my heart was racing. Mm. Yeah, so, typical. Yeah, that was, yeah. The, that was the two first symptoms I had mm. one day after. Mm. Yeah, mm. the worst I remember was when I realized that I woke up every morning feeling I was going to die. In what I, way? Like you I, felt physiologically. This I woke thing up ends thinking. Now, I woke up with a brain that was racing, mm. and mm. I was like, "Okay, where's the emergency? Who's dying? Am I dying? What, what can I do? There's nothing in my life is going to be okay." And I have, I had all this problem. Mm. I didn't actually have the problem. I, my, my my mind mm. was fucking me with mm. me mm. in a way, and so it they all, uh, it took me a long time to figure out what to do. Mm. <laughs> and the only thing you can do when you're in that state of mind mm. is to just get up right just mm -hmm. and that was really strange because we had really just met mm -hmm. and i was like racing from bed in the mm -hmm. morning mm -hmm. whoops i gotta get up <laughs> yeah um no. very hard and then it took like a couple of hours before i was myself again mm -hmm. kind of every morning every mm. morning and i still have it yeah a slightly catastrophe and Mm -hmm. You know, nothing is ever going to be good again. And yeah. Um, and then there was the hot flashes. I had like mm. f five of them per hour. I don't know how I found time to do anything else but sweat. Mm. You couldn't you couldn't take the hormone replacement either. Well, that was my situation because I had breast cancer in um, right. when was this? Uh, 2008. Mm -hmm. And then you have no choice. There is nothing. There is no cure. Mm. And I went to all these medics, you know, asking them, but, you know, if I do this or that, no, 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 just live with it. Mm. Bye bye. Mm. None of them were <laughs> interested then. in helping, you know. Does that pertain to like Western medicine and holistic medicine? Like just everyone was like, <sighs> oh, get well, on with it. You tried everything. I think I tried everything. Um, and I, my doctor said that um, some of them just laughed at me. Yeah, but yeah, like, you know. And they that were, your expectations were too high. Yeah, to be able to fix this is this yeah. This is it's what even it is. women. Mm. Mm. Even a yeah. lot of them. Nobody were women. In, in the you know the healthcare, they they don't know anything about this. They don't talk about it. There there are no there is no cure. There is. Uh, I mean, it's the whole problem of not not enough women in research. Yeah. Exactly. And women yeah. just weren't interesting for medical purposes. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But my doctor, she said that. I asked, you know, can I can I do with that? And be, be, because I didn't want to take the hormone replacement first, mm -hmm. because you heard so much about it. And but I, um, uh, but she said, yeah, but 
yeah, okay, but there is nothing else that's going to help. And I said, but can't I do anything else? And she just sent me. She was very, how do you say? Harsh. Uh, yeah, cuss. Mm. And like, uh, no, there is nothing. <laughs> and I said, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. There's nothing else. So I I started. And then I <laughs> I kind of fooled myself a little bit mm-hmm. uh, by, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take them for three months. And then maybe I built up a little bit of a, of a what do you call it? Like a, a storage. S- storage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A storage. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to stop. Think? Mm-hmm. And I oh stopped. And I can set the clock when I do that because yeah. it takes two weeks and it's back again. So, and I did, I've done this. What's it? The fla- hot, flashes oh, the hot flashes and mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. and the problem with the hot flashes is it's not during the day because during the day the hot flashes they are okay. I mean, oh. for me, it's you you can't sleep. That's the problem because you're schwitzing all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you yeah. see us when we were in the be- in bed. Sometimes <laughs> it's kind of funny actually. <laughs> yeah, but and it also has, which is interesting. It also when you get aroused. Mm-hmm. When you're about to have sex, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. somehow the body it triggers uh, the hot flash. flash. No. Flashes, oh. yeah. yeah, it's horrible. So you have to stop, and then you have to stop. What? Yeah, because because you're. Don't s- know, I don't just, know. You just system. can't take the heat anymore. You know, yeah. if you've been in a really hot climate when it's like 45 <laughs> yeah. degrees or you're something, just like, get that you're sticky thing off mm-hmm. me. Yes, yeah. you can't breathe. Everything mm-hmm. is like boiling mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. of your head, and then it's not really the time to think about sex. No, so then, then you have to stop, and then you have to wait, and then start all, at all it again. again. Yeah. You'd want to be a good level of horny to do this. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of that, what yeah. about that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it changed that much for me. I guess it has, but I, I, I don't suffer the way you did. You thought it was awful. Yes, I thought it was awful. It was awful for me, because I didn't, I didn't take anything to sort of ameliorate the effects. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was just forced to be in it. Mm. All the symptoms mm. that oh, were there and. You. It takes you a while to sort of figure out, all oh, right, this thing that has happened to me, it's another symptom or it's it's connected to this. How But did you figure that out? Did you read about it? Oh, or? I read tons about it. Oh, my God. First, you start thinking, oh, there must be something I can do. You, know? you can so get you, the Nobel Prize. I could. Yeah, I read so much about it. I'm fed up with it. And now, gratefully, I am on my way out of it. So yeah. I don't have a lot of hot flashes anymore. But... I can honestly say that I have changed as a person. I am not the same person I was when I before the menopause. So that's what is, was going to be one of my questions. Is there oh, such a God. thing as returning to who we were before? No, I do not think so. Happened. I'm sorry to say, but I'm thinking maybe we will all our women, we will become something else, something better, something that is more sort of, I mean, once you can cut yourself loose from that sexual energy because this is very much so about your sexual energy. Mm -hmm. Your sexual energy goes down. It goes really down and you have to start work for it because, I mean, you can't just stop having sex Mm because sex is something good but it's that... I thought you were crying. No, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) It's like... I feel like I might. Yeah. (laughs) You regret this podcast now. (laughs) I'm thinking, is it maybe meant to be like that? that We're not supposed to talk about it Mm. to our daughters because it's really depressing. 
I have been really depressed about the fact that my libido is going down. How do you handle that? I mean, I love Sophia more than everything. Mm-hmm. And I want I want my libido to be there with me. And it is still, but in a very different way. You have to sort of have sex in a different way. Mm-hmm. You have to work a bit for it. Mm. It's almost like that. And that is some, a sort of... Um, coaxing it out of you. Mm. Like it, exactly. It's not there knocking on the door mm. as it used to be, which is, could be good, you know. I'm yes. thinking, how the hell does all these heterosexual girls do it with a man? Because you're drying up your mm. eyes, my mouth, my vagina, everything. It is depressing. <laughs> you're drying <laughs> up. I mean, that's what's happening. <laughs> but that's exactly why that's a medical talks about it. Exactly, like, cause because there's a lot of shame I mean, in it. We feel there's a a little portion of shame in this. Mm. It's like we're not women anymore or we're not what we used to be or we don't have that power of attraction anymore Mm. or what is it? But do do you really feel like that? That we're not women anymore? Okay, maybe it's different. You both had children. Mm -hmm. So maybe Mm. that's very connected, you know, the reproduction system of being a woman mm. but since I fertility yeah exactly but, yeah. but you know since I don't have any kids and I, I never really planned to have kids I don't I don't feel that way and even though I'm you know I have no uterus anymore I, I, mm. I don't feel less of a woman I know my mother she did this uh, surgery too the hysterectomy yeah mm. with or without the ovaries uh, I did know everything okay. because mm. uh, yeah she she had uh, cancer. Mm. So, what was I supposed to say? No, that it's the different whole th- for us. You were saying that we the had children, th- ah, and yeah. you didn't identify obviously as strongly with the organs that no, were no, uh, taken no, out, or, no. or the the energy around them. I yeah, guess, no, not at all. But but I had so much problem with my uterus, causing me so much pain. Because you had endo, right? Endometriosis. Oh, yes, God, you did. Yes. That's yeah. and a big. Um, meom, what is meom, that? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's meom. Mm. Uh, so that was, I mean, it, it's been causing me so much pain throughout my life. And so much, um, actually, that w- was a bit shameful for me. Because you know, I couldn't join, in, you know, when people mm. were going to a picnic or, you know, going on a boat ride or whatever it was. Yeah. And, and people always thought that I was exaggerating, you know. Because you were Yeah, and nobody really pain. believed me. I, I had some close friends that went like, oh, yeah. so what, just take, yeah. take a, a... But isn't that yeah. how, f- how women are, like we're all about sort of, mm. I mean, think about it. When did we ever acknowledge that well, if we count like menop- uh, not menopause, but like PMS. Mm-hmm. So there goes one mm. week. <laughs> one yeah. week you're bleeding. Exactly. And then yeah. you're ovulating for a few days and you're like, yeah. yes, that's right, people. I yeah. own this world. Uh, yeah. And we often think that that's normal to just continue our lives on all of those days yeah. as yeah. if nothing yeah. were going yeah, on. Yeah, but you know, I really, I accepted the pain. Seven days, I think, mm. a month that I was kind of normal. Kind of. Say that to a man. Yeah, exactly. How many days do you have per month? <laughs> Zero. Because <laughs> I know sometimes I do have these fantasies where, like, if I'm going to be born again, I think yeah. I might want to come back male. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, I don't want to. You no, to be I honest, don't really want to. To, to be honest, but I don't want to. But what makes us to. say we don't want to? It's so interesting. No, that we're, is interesting. We're saying all these things, yes. which are probably going to scare all of the listeners. No, no. <laughs> no but um, I was just going to say this, that about pains. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I was relieved when they took it away. Yeah, I was that's really a different... Relieved. Mm, yeah, I was really relieved. But mm. if I knew 
that this menopause thing would happen so soon, so intense, because you you put your body in a kind of a state of a shock mm-hmm. when you when you do it like that. Because um, I had some anxiety attacks and so on, uh, and I could of course be without that. Mm. And I, to be honest, I don't know if I had to choose between the anxiety and the pain, which is worst. I don't yeah, know. that seems like a tough choice. That is a it's tough a t- choice. tough question. Mm. Um, I do. I don't know. No, but it, <gasps> that was you know in Sweden we have an expression saying you know it's either uh, uh, you're caught <laughs> between a rock and a hard place. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But so in terms of when you say you're not returning back to normal, and clearly you're finding some very definitive and maybe even slightly intimidating words around what you went through and what you might be still going through. So if we're not going back to normal, where are we going? Whatever normal was. Right. I think we're going to a better place. Sounded like Prince Charles. Uh, what? Whatever love is, he said, <laughs> with <Yeah>. Diana. <laughs> Whatever so. that place is. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, um, I'm hoping it's a, a good place mm-hmm. to be. Maybe it is the place where we act finally have time to not deal so much with our bodies, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe it's the time where we have not seven days a month, but actually 30 days a month mm-hmm. where we can be ourselves. I mean, the interesting thing is, right, you've just walked us through like a whole bunch of things where it's like, oh my God, that sounds really, mm-hmm. really tough. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're some of the most optimistic and productive. And also in terms of married couples, you're my like, go to married couple in terms of happiness so clearly you you are managing to come out on another side of this and i guess i'm wondering what that is but i I also Um, think that you know we are i mean since we're two women there is more yeah we can share and we can also more understanding you know we have something that we call uh, the the complaining uh, what do you call it Uh, oh right yeah yeah. Um, your two minutes where you're allowed to yeah Yeah. what's that that. wall in Jerusalem the wailing wall yeah exactly we do the wailing wall I think it's the wailing wall yeah Yeah, we do the wailing wall and Mm -hmm. it it goes like this (laughs) I I, I say to Karina when I feel totally down yeah. When I don't know what to do, when I feel like shit. Yeah, and I say to you, you okay, tell to me. me, tell me what's bothering you. It can be, it can be shallow. It also can be very deep. It could be, you know, I broke my nail yesterday and I just had them done. <laughs> it, I mean, it could be anything. And about two minutes, and you are yeah. not allowed to say anything. You mm-hmm. just have to listen. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh. That sounds really healing. Yes, mm-hmm. it oh. is because sometimes you just need to say it. Mm-hmm. You need and to hear yourself he, say yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah. it, it mm-hmm. goes away. It's true. Yeah. Funny. So it's very good. We, we do, do that. that. We do yes, that quite do. often. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And then you so realize the sharing and the conversation about it. The is, conversation is, is so mm-hmm. important. Because I know we've often talked about it, and when mm-hmm. we talk about, it, I, I know that the sharing bit is a huge. Um, help to sort of come out of this. Yeah, the pain goes away a bit when you mm. hear yourself talking about, because most of the stuffs you're worried about, or I am worried Except about, are often like thing. tiny things. Because I am so afraid of getting old mm-hmm. and death oh, right. and everything. And you know, it's no use being that if you're married to somebody who's 16 years older than you, than mm. you are, because mm. you go, ah! You're young, but it's <laughs> it's so real for me, mm-hmm. and I don't get any uh, 
response response whatsoever and we have a lot of our our friends uh, they are older than mm-hmm. well th- uh, me older than you me um <laughs> so uh, nobody listens to me you did mm-hmm. and we we had a nervous breakdown Both oh, that's of, right. Both of us. We had oh, that right, right before the pandemic. Mm. Wasn't that that uh, February? That was the, the, the strangest conversation was, I've ever, yeah. ever had. That's right. We allowed each other to talk about just how scared we are of our own mortality. Yeah. Yes. And I remember we both were careful about it at first. You're like, yeah, so... I, Sometimes I got these fantasies. Yes. <laughs> it was almost yeah. like this dirty little song. Yes, yes. <laughs> we already know everything about each other in terms yeah. of these this this other part of our lives. But this was like so. Do, do you also think yeah. about death sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> As if it were this this, this uh, sex secret. Yeah. But I was like, yes, all the time. Um, I remember saying, and then I I cry, and then already Sophia's like halfway there. She's crying, and then you say something about how you've been thinking about it lately. But then there was a catharsis, yes, right? Yes, this we're gonna, gonna it say. It lifted. It lifted, yes. and we we cried and laughed mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was actually not like crying. Oh, I'm so happy crying. I I cried because I was so scared. It was a release. Yes, a release, oh. and I also laughed because it was so hilarious. Yeah, insane somehow. Mm. I felt if somebody would have filmed us, I don't know. I mean, we looked. Or did a bo- podcast. Well, I think that's, but that's that's Crazy. for me. I don't remember who said this. I, I forget whose quote this is, but I think probably she said, "As soon as a couple of women are in one room, the healing begins." Mm-hmm. There's just oh. something about being in communion with all of mm. this yeah. because mm. I don't think it's even fair to expect the other half of the species to even remotely understand no, exactly. what's going on here, whether it's PMS or endo <gasps> yeah. or. Or the menopause, but I yeah, that's that, my feeling is yeah, that the yeah. sharing and talking and I, relieves so, you and you don't think you're going crazy. I think that's the answer to mm. why I don't mm. want to be a man. Mm. Because I've I've been together with a lot of women and I'm not gonna say a lot of women sounded like How many no, is uh, sorry, no, no, no <laughs> I didn't separate No, I didn't sound it didn't sound right. But I do I didn't mean it in in, in a sexual way. I meant You've spent time with I a lot of women. I spent time with yeah. a lot of women mm. and I felt that connection. And when you do, it's... It's a powerful thing. It's a very powerful thing. And it's an important thing, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, even for me with the... I'm not there yet, but I think the other day I told you something that was going on with me and you were like... Yeah, that's also menopause. What was it? The eyes, something, the dryness of the mm. eyes. The dryness but, of the eyes, but I think, yes. Okay, can we say this on air? <laughs> <laughs> Depends what <laughs> <I do. laughs> I would say... <laughs> <laughs> We're signaling to each yeah, other, don't mention the, that. <laughs> no, no. But um, I think you are there. Mm-hmm. I don't think you are getting there. I think you it's are the there. It's the pre-menopause. That is, mm. That's the pe- as I mean, if the menopause wasn't years enough. And years yes. and that it usually can start right around 40. Because yeah. my thinking was somewhere around 50, mm. someone looking like the Grim Reaper is going to mm. be hitting that bell, be like, yeah. <laughs> welcome. But no, 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 it's a slow it process. It creeps up on you. Yeah, yeah thanks. Okay. And it often, it often <laughs> starts... Note to listeners, she's looking at me with a very threatening, <laughs> threatening expression in her face. No, but what would you say maybe to your younger self knowing what you know now is there something 
of a consoling or just supportive but sentiment, even advice. I, I Sorry, about menopause, you know? Yeah. I would like to say to myself that look forward to this period in your life because it will make you stronger. It, you will... Oh, yes, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I know this is what it is. We will become so much stronger after the menopause. We will be, we will turn into another version of us women mm. where we are free to do whatever we want to do. I think this is the stage that people refer to if, as the wise woman stage. Mm. You know, in the cycle, yes. there's the nymph, she's the young woman, exactly. and there's the mother, yeah. not necessarily of yeah. children, but just a mother phase, bringing mm. projects forth, for example, mm -hmm. also. Then there comes the wise woman. Yeah, makes and sense. I'm kind of hoping she's greeting me on the other side of this menopause. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> waving. You need to know there's yeah. something waiting on the other side, because mm. if not, you will, you go crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I doesn't think. sound scary at all. But uh, <laughs> we women don't talk about it in that way. We talk about it, well, if we ever talk about it, if. we talk about it as if it's only bad. Mm. Yeah, but like you know, if it's the end and not the mm. beginning of something, because mm. it is the beginning mm. of a new type of me or life or approach to life or different thoughts or more space to do other things. And mm. hey, I've got 30 days. It's not seven days now mm. it's 30 days that's a lot i mean think about mm. it how um, per month you mean 30 you, yeah. days where you don't feel controlled by some like exactly exactly going on exactly mm. yeah what about you sophia no i will i don't want to agree with you okay because fair enough yeah I think that the less you know, the better. <laughs> I'm the same way as you. Because, you know, I'm a hypochondriac also. So mm -hmm. I, mm. I'm, I, I'm so happy that nobody told me about this mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, because then I would have gone, you know, be waiting for it. Mm -hmm. But you see, I got even more scared. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I guess it depends on the uh -huh. personality yeah, too. Like yeah, I'm yeah. the kind when the dentist walks me through what she's about to do, I'm always like, oh, "Let me stop you right here." Mm -hmm. you see. You see, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't want to know. Uh -huh. Just okay. get this over with and okay. knock me out thoroughly uh -huh. before it's okay. not the dentist. I would like to know. Oh. Really? Yeah, the, that, yeah, I would like <laughs> to so know. Funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like a dentist, I'm all, yeah. do not tell me. No, I would like to have a mirror. But uh, I didn't want to when it was the surgery. I just I'm said... I'm a little bit relieved that you say that. Yeah, well, she said to Give me... Give me that scalpel. <laughs> I'll do it myself. <laughs> My doctor said that, you know, she said, I said, don't tell me anything about the surgery. She said, well, I do have to, you know, because... She's legally obliged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like... I'm going to cut oh, you no, open. no, no. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, but they have. No, I believe you. I'm and just, I think let's it's... Let's not go through it. No, but that's what I mean. It's... It's, I don't like it. No, I, yeah. and okay. I totally am with you on that one. But I what, I'm, what but I'm summarizing from what you're saying is that it really depends on who you were before this thing started, in what way you would like to know about it, or if you would like to know about it at all. That's what I'm getting. Like you, it feels like maybe you would have not liked to have known some stuff. Would you? I think it's not a question about would I have liked to know. I think it's more a question about would I have liked to know what was waiting for me on the other side? Mm. The big change it is, the, mm. the greatness of this phase in our life, mm -hmm. that I would have liked to know. So 
Uh, wow, <laughs> we went on really long. Um, so there's a lot of things we could talk about. I think maybe we should consider a second episode because I would like to talk more about the social aspects of it. Like, what is it like to still be in a working environment when this is going on? Like, you're still having to perform the way other people or other male people do, but they're not going through all this. And I think that's interesting. And then also what you mentioned, Karina, about shame. I feel like we could have said a whole lot more about that, but we'll do that next time. So for my listeners, I hope this wasn't too depressing overall for you. <laughs> I can assure you, you hear it, oh. the girls, I always call them girls, by the way, but um, thank you. Yes, I appreciate you know. that. See, we're now at this age where we're like, yeah, you can call us girls. It makes us feel young. <laughs> um, but we realize the feminist uh, issue around it. But anyway, I can assure you that these girls are living a really, for me, an exemplary life in terms of pursuing your luck and hunting it down mm. without, um, without seas. So thank you for being here. Both of you, this has been a long-held dream of mine to get you in front of oh, my microphone. Oh, thank you for having oh, us. Thank <laughs> so, you so thank much. Thank you for your sweet words, Ali. We love you. <laughs> thank you. I love we you really too. We really do. Thank you all for listening. If you want to write to me, I'm always happy to hear from you. The email is bitchbreathe@gmail.com, and the I in bitch is a number one, but you'll also see it linked to in the show notes. So thanks, everybody, for listening and sending love. Till next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>